now, now. 6.30 Chad, the voice of your Edmonton Elks, present Football Thursdays on 6.30 Chad. Mike Jones has it inside the 10. He'll walk the dog to the end zone. Adler up Edmonton, touchdown Elks. Time to go deep on the Elks and the Canadian Football League. 807, good morning. Welcome to Football Thursday on this morning with Stacey and Daryl. Generally, we with Morley too, but he's off uh, for the Elks final game. He'll be broadcasting from Winnipeg uh, coming up this weekend. But Aiden's hanging out with us. Yeah, Aiden Gannon's been filling in on the yep. sports desk. So he's going to hang out here on uh, football, see if he's got some questions to pop in because we have a two pronged Football Thursday today. Uh, a little bit later, we're going to be chatting with Rick Lawlisher, who's been running the team ever since Victor Quee left. And uh, so we'll see what plans he has and looking ahead to next year, how long he's going to be in the job. Lots of things to talk about. But first up, a guy who's going to be part of a Pay It Forward with Football fundraiser that our Morley and Dave are actually going to be a big part of as well. That's coming up. Uh, be some uh, some players there, including Aaron Grimes, defensive back for the Edmonton Elks, who's joining us this morning. Hey, Aaron, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Daryl was just trying to be cool there with how you? No, I, um, I, I just so slurred I it. I apologize right now. It's 808 and I slurred it. I know I'm not cool. <laughs> you know, we're talking to one of the Elks players, so we got we to gotta have our, our cool pants on, I Aaron, think. help me out, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm doing good. I like it. I knew what you meant, so I just went with the flow. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. Hey, uh, you're going to be speaking at uh, this fundraiser. Can you tell us a little bit about your football journey? That's something I don't know. Yeah, um, so first of all, yeah, I will be at the fundraiser, which would be a great event. Um, and for me, for my journey, I started in Seattle, Washington. Um, started playing football when I was eight years old. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a professional athlete. You know, from there, I was committed to the University of Washington, which is you know right down the street from where I grew up. Um, had an injury my senior year. Things weren't going very well like I was still committed there and still had a scholarship but the new coach that came in you know things weren't just didn't feel right so I decommitted ended up at Idaho University of Idaho um, spent four years there was a four-year starter um, no real NFL looks a couple mini camp invites but didn't stick and uh, I just wanted to play football you know and, and you know get paid to do it and support my family by it and so I ended up in Edmonton back in 2013 um, you know came in third on the depth chart really was questioning my love for the game of football like I thought, you know, uh, being in a different country. Um, but it all worked out, you know what I mean? Um, you know, the end goal was to try to get back to the NFL, of course, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to be down there for a season, but Edmonton is home for me now. And uh, honestly, I wouldn't know that if I didn't just take the chance and, and keep following my dreams. So I love it here now. And you've you, you've moved here, you've moved uh, your family here. Like, when was that? When did you make that decision? You know, we made the decision actually back in about 2018. You know, we thought that this was a place where it was comfortable for my wife and I. You know, I'm a big city boy. She's a small-town girl. So Edmonton really fits that for both of us. Um, obviously, things didn't go as planned, you know, 2018, 2019. Um, I wasn't here and then COVID and all that. But as soon as I came back, you know, we started getting our house ready back home to sell so we can move up here. Um, so it was it was almost a no-brainer for us once we got back to Edmonton to to go ahead and move up here and, and make this home. But you know what? You know, people talk about professional athletes and they've got it made. But you know what? It, you just never know. You, you you settle your family here, you buy a house, and then the next week you're traded and you got to pack everything up and, and you got some big decisions to make. 
That is absolutely right. You know, you you try to plant roots, but it's it's professional sports. So really, next week, next season, none of that stuff is guaranteed. Um, I actually moved my family up here, and a month later, tore my ACL. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, there's never really a right time to do it. But at the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't my you know job security with the Edmonton football team. It was more so my love for the city, my love for the fans. Mm-hmm. You know how comfortable my wife and my girls feel here in this city. Um, that made us want to move here. It wasn't, it wasn't only the organization. The organization just gave me the opportunity to see Edmonton for what it really is. Uh, what, what message do you think you, you'll want to share when you go to the uh, to the fundraiser? We'll give people some more details on that fundraiser in a moment. But, uh, you know, when, when you're asked to come to something like that, uh, what, what's the message or, or what do you want to share with folks? I think I want people to know just to never turn their back on opportunities. You know, like I said, mentioned earlier, I wouldn't be in Edmonton. You know, growing up in, in the States in America, you want to play in the NFL. I didn't know much about the CFL, even though I grew up three hours south of the Canadian border in Seattle. I didn't know much about it. I wanted to play in the NFL. Um, but I was approached with an opportunity to play professionally up here by one of my college coaches. Um, and at the end of the day, my goal was to play professional sports and get paid to do it, to do, you know, to do what I love. Um, and so I took the opportunity to be here. Um, and here I am now, 10 years later, you know, living in Edmonton, trying to become a permanent resident, all those things. My youngest daughter is actually a dual citizen. She was born here in Edmonton. Um, and that was that was all because I just took the opportunity. You know, I knew what I wanted. Uh, it was my plan A and my plan B, you know, um, and, and I was okay with, with, with making it happen. So I know a lot of Americans, they don't come up here and, and the plan is not to stay here, but you never know where these opportunities will take you. So you prepare yourself for them the best you can and you make sure you take advantage of them when they come. Thanks for joining us uh, today. And I bet a lot of people probably said you couldn't do it and then look at you now. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, I mean, it's weird because you go from being young and people saying, ah, only 1% of athletes yeah. play, play sports post-college. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be that 1%. Watch me. You know, and then you make it. And then it's like, ah, the average CFL career is only two and a half seasons. Okay, well, I'm going to make it past that. Watch me. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, well, now you're too old. Now you're in year six, year seven. You can't really do it anymore. Maybe you lost a step. Oh, yeah, well, watch me. Oh, well, you've been injured. It's hard to come back from injury. Okay, well, watch me. I love now, it. Ten seasons later, we're still here, you know, overcoming adversity, proving myself right, proving my loved ones right, and also proving the doubters wrong. And, uh, yeah, you've had a rough couple of years here with injuries, too, and I look forward to seeing you back in uniform on the field and playing a full season next year. Aaron, thanks so much for your time. Good luck. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Aaron Grimes is a defensive back with your Edmonton Elks. He is uh, one of the guest speakers at this uh, fundraiser that's coming up. Yeah, it's going to take place October 27th at the Market uh, Beer Market on uh, Gateway Boulevard. And, you know, he's going to be a great Canadian. He's already uh, channeling Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Just watch me. <laughs> remember that <laughs> quote? Oh, yeah, I remember gonna, the quote. The text line's going to explode because yeah, I guess it's uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau's... Or fuel uh, on the fire. Yeah. Uh, David Morley... Uh, uh, for, of course, with 630 Ched, there'll also be guest speakers at this. There's a silent mm-hmm. auction. There's some drinks. Food. I think there's about 20 tickets left. That's all. Uh, if you want one, you can just send uh, an EMT to, uh, uh, you know, uh, email transfer. Uh, pay it. <laughs> no idea what that meant. I'm like, I know, wow. I, know. Uh, I got to get it, with it. Pay it forward with football at gmail.com. That's pay it forward with football at gmail.com. 
Com if you want to grab some tickets. We're going to take a bit of a break uh, back after this with L- Rick Lalashur. What's it going to look like at an Elks game next year? We'll ask him after the break. What doesn't kill you makes you Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Brotzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chad. 818. Well, let's see. Maybe one more win, we can get beyond four. And if this season didn't kill us, it'll make us stronger for the Edmonton Elks. Uh, there's a lot of change that's been going on in the in the team, both on the field with the coaching staff, but also in the front office. We talked with Eric Lawlisher here. Oh, what was it about about a month ago, just before the Labor Day uh, rematch, and had a conversation with him because he'd just come in uh, to take care of the team and run the team uh, in the interim. Rick Lawlisher joined us to sort of look back at the season that has been, look ahead as well. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good stuff. I'm Good. curious. You know what? Morley Scott, as you know, is is into in Winnipeg uh, because of the uh, the final game. He's going to have the broadcast. So Aiden Gannon's been filling in on the sports desk, and uh, he's got he's got the exact question I think that uh, we all want to know. So. Aiden Giver. Okay, so uh, you said when you like originally uh, stepped in as the interim president that you were gonna, you didn't want to stay forever. Obviously, you you just retired from the Lions, and uh, you were gonna help the team look for a new president. You said recently that uh, you know you're gonna stick around a little bit longer. I just want to check in and, and and ask how the how the search is going, and uh, if there are any any leads coming in. Well, I've talked to a number of people, and. Um Certainly, when something like this happens, you you hear from a number of people, um, really around the CFL as well as just in the city. But um, we're, we're first priority is getting the season wrapped up, and second priority is starting our planning for 24. So that's what we're doing right now. We have a board meeting later this month, and we'll be addressing it at that at that time. And we're just going to see what what happens and what the time frame is from there. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're in much of a hurry, Rick. Uh, you're going to be there for for a while? Stacy, you know how old I am. I'm <laughs> not going to be there for a long time. But, uh, you know, it might not be the end of the year. I, uh, I just want to make sure that the team is on good footing. Um, we've had a lot of uh, bumps in the last number of years, and and uh, we're trying to address those and, and get it uh up into a good going concern as a franchise. And, uh, part um, of it is, but then we'll deal with it. Part of it was uh, trying to get somebody in place so that they could plan for next year so that you're not trying to put things in place and then somebody else comes in and now they got to deal with your plans and then not their own plans, etc. Uh, where's the balancing uh, act on this? Where's the, where's the fulcrum where the teeter-totter goes one way or the other before you have to start planning for next year and whoever does end up taking on the job is just going to have to get stuck with what you come up with? Yeah, I, I know, and it's a, it is a fine balance. I understand that. I, it's a, I'm fortunate I do have a little bit of experience in, in planning the, the next year. We're, we're in the midst right now with the CFL of doing the schedule. Um, and we have to do that at this time, so we have it out right after Grey Cup. So uh, there's some things like that. Uh, there's a good team at the Elks, a lot of young people that are uh, 
really going very hard at wrapping up this year and, and getting into the plans of next year. So we can't wait for uh, somebody to come on board, but hopefully whoever comes on board uh, will have a good team working with them. And it, if it's somebody that doesn't know the CFL, doesn't know football, or, uh, who knows, um, they'll probably have to use 2024 to a degree as a learning experience. So um, I don't want to leave it and then somebody come in and then all of a sudden there's all kinds of emergency planning and and uh, shooting from the hip. So uh, we're going ahead with all the plans for 24 and uh, we'll, when we have another CEO in place, we'll announce it and go forward from there. It's been a, about a week since uh, you made the announcement that you're going to uh, close the upper deck. Um, I know that we, we talked to fans here at 630 Ched, some on board, some maybe not so much. Uh, now that it's been sort of a, a week that people have been able to sit with it, they actually, um, some season ticket holders actually got to sit in their new seats at, at the last home game. What's, what's been the reaction so far and is there, are there any adjustments to the plan? Yeah, I think, um, Stacey, it, it was a shock to a lot of people. And I know that, that a lot of people had sat there for a lot of years. I met with a number of them before the game last uh, Saturday. And our customer service people are working with them who worked at that game. A number of them uh, got to sit in the lower deck to try out some different seats. And now the customer service are dealing with all of them one-on-one. And it's actually going pretty good. I, I understand that people don't like change. They've been there for a long time. They've been in their communities, whether it's friends or family. And uh, we want to give them the opportunity to get the best possible seats um, mm-hmm. down in the lower deck. And, you know, with 31,000, we're still one of the bigger stadiums. And it really came down to we wanted to create a great atmosphere in our game days. And that's what it was all about. Uh, Rick Lawlisher. Let me turn the mic on. That's helpful. Rick Lawlisher is the interim president and CEO of your Edmonton Elks. Uh, I'll tell you what, Rick, thanks so much for your time uh, this morning. If you're still in the job, uh, we'll have another appointment for a chat in January at the very least. How about that? Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Are you st- should we Bye. just make that date now? Sounds like you're still going to be there <laughs> no. after January 1st. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That was Rick Lullisher, interim president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. And, of course, next year, a big year because it's the 75th anniversary of the team. So I'm sure that there's lots of things on tap that uh, during the offseason that they will orchestrate.